0: Well, jello again, and happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're enjoying your Thanksgiving week. This week we bring you Bing Crosby, Gordon McRae, and Al Jolson. Now, on Bing's show tonight, we have guest Adolf Monju and K Star. K Star, uh, to this week, I just put together our Christmas album that we always put together for folks, where we uh, each member of the family picks like five or six um, Christmas songs. And I found this great K-Star song to include, so I decided to do that for our Christmas album this year. Anyway, I hope you enjoy K-Star and Adolf Manju on The Bing Crosby Show. After that, we have The Al Jolson Show with, of course, Oscar Levant, who's on every week, and his guest this week is Groucho Marx. That should be a fantastic episode. Uh, Oscar Levant talks a little bit about being on Bing Crosby Show last week, if you listened in. That's why I like to play them in the order that they appear and play a lot of different shows like these three shows because they kind of interconnect sometimes, and that's kind of neat. Uh, Following that, we have the Railroad Hour with Gordon McCray and his guest, Francis Langford. So I hope you're going to enjoy tonight's festivities. Great performers all the way around, a bunch of legends, and have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Oh, and the sound quality is great, too. (laughs) See you next time.
1: When the blue of the night meets the goal of the day, someone waits for me.
2: This is Cap Carpenter welcoming you to Philco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Ayers, and Bing's guests, Adolph Manju and K-Star.
3: Gee, Mr. Manju gonna be here? Yep, great actor. And K-Star?
2: Mm-hmm, great singer. Oh, gee, that leaves nothing for me to do tonight. Why, uh, what do you do, bub?
3: Well, I act and I sing. My name is Crosby. Oh, glad to know you. Uh, what type of songs do you do, Mr. Crosby? Almost anything. Yeah. I come highly recommended by Arthur Godfrey Well, good for you I memorized a tune called Buttons and Bows Would you like to
2: hear it? Why, I'd I'd be delighted to Just uh, step right over there to the microphone, son And don't
4: be afraid
5: Thank you Go ahead
1: Oh, the East is East, and the West is West, and the wrong one I have chose. Let's go where you keep on wearing those frills and flowers and buttons and bows, rings and things and buttons and bows. Don't bury me in this prairie, take me where the cement grows. Let's move down to some big town Where they love a gal by the cut of her clothes And you'll stand out in buttons and bows I'll love you in buckskin or skirts that you homespun, but I'll love you longer, stronger, where your friends don't tote a gun. My bones denounce that and buckboard bounce and the cactus hurts my toes. Let's
5: vamoose
1: where the gals keep using those oh, silks and satins and linen that shows, and you're all mine in buttons and bows.
6: East
5: and West is West and the wrong one I have
6: chosen.
1: Let's go where you keep on wearing those frills and flowers and buttons and bows. Rings and
7: things
6: and things and rings and bows and buttons
1: and buttons and bows. Now don't bury me in this prairie, take me where the seaman grows.
5: Let's move down to some big town
1: Where they love a gal by the cut of her clothes And you stand out in buttons and bows you
5: stand out in buttons and bows. I'll
1: love you in buckskin or skirts that you've homespun. But I'll love you longer stronger where your friends don't tote no guns. My bones denounce that buckboard bounce and the cactus hurts my toes. Let's vamoose for gals keep using those silks and satins and linen that shows you're all mine in buttons Ooh. and bows. Buttons and bows, buttons and bows. Hear me mm-hmm. Eastern trimming Where the women are, women in a hot silk hose and peek a pose and French perfume that rocks the room. And you're all mine in buttons and bows, buttons and bows, uh-huh. buttons and bows, uh-huh.
3: buttons Doubt- <laughs> and bows, buttons and bows.
2: Very sharp, Bing and Rhythm Airs Uh, By the way, Bing, Buttons and Bowls is
3: from Bob Hope's new picture, The Pale Face Yes, and I think it's much too melodic and charming for old Saggy to sing, don't you? I wouldn't say that Say, by the way, Bing, Bob wanted me to remind
2: you to tell the people to watch for his new picture
3: Okay, ladies and gentlemen watch out for Bob Hope's new picture (laughs) Anything else in the commercial line, Ken? It's getting close to Christmas, you know Oh, yes, Bing, and that reminds me, this year, the Christmas gift with
2: a lift has got to be one of those new Philco radio phonographs that plays the 45-minute record, and regular records, too. If you were giving the family a new car for Christmas, you wouldn't give them one without four-wheel brakes, would you? Of course you wouldn't, and any phonograph that doesn't play both kinds of records is just as obsolete. You can prove that for yourself in less than a minute at your Philco dealer. Just take one listen to Philco's new balanced Fidelity tonearm playing a vinylite long-playing record, and you'll know you're hearing the most flawless reproduction of recorded music in history. Full-tone Fidelity without distortion. So how can you miss with the greatest phonograph invention of modern times? Reserve your Christmas Philco now. You'll find the model you want at the price you like. Gorgeous consoles and table models, plus Philco's sensational new record player that will equip any radio or phonograph to play the new 45-minute record. They're all tops from Philco, the leader.
3: Here's a new ballad, which looks like it's going to be quite a smash. It was written by an old friend of mine, Jack Fulton, along with brother Bob Crosby and Hunter Collar.
1: Until There are no stars to shine There's no such... is time I'll love but you until there are no songs to sing there's no such thing as spring I'll love but you Were sent from heaven just for me, and you are also heavenly until there is no moon above, there's no such thing as love. I'll love but you.
5: Until there are no stars to shine, there's no such thing as time, I'll love but you. Until songs to sing There's no such thing as spring I love but you
1: You were sent from heaven just for me You And you are also heavenly No moon above There's no such thing As love I love you
3: Really a pleasure now to pipe a bright young lady aboard the SS Filco. Of course, we really don't have a boat here or anything, but it gets Philco in kind of nicely, I thought. Of course, we're also concerned with a nice welcome for the lovely and petite vocalist, Miss K Starr. Take a bow, K. Mm. Nice to see you, Kay. Nice Thank to Thank you. <laughs>
8: it's nice to be Very here. You're
3: leathery, aren't you? <laughs> Nice to know...
8: Sweetie is the
3: Nice to know that you're doing so well.
8: <laughs> Thank you, Bing.
3: You got a real pretty tune for us tonight, Kay?
8: Mm-hmm. How about the lonesomest gal in town? Yeah, how
3: about her? John Scott, take over. I want to sit down and listen to Kay.
8: I'm the lonesomest gal in town Everybody has thrown me down I got no angel child to ever call me dear Got no honey man for me to cuddle near But I'm learning to roll my eyes And someday you may be surprised When I find someone's loving man and kiss him with a smack I'll hug him and I'll squeeze him but I'll never give him back Cause I'm lonesome So very lonesome Gal in this here town If you read in the paper someday How some poor girl has gone astray Don't shed a tear If you should hear that gal was me And if you see my picture in the paper with a smile on my face I was broken hearted, that smile was out of place If you wanna save a, a gal from her grave Find me a man if you can I'm the lonesomest gal in town Everybody is throwing me down I got no angel child to ever call me dear got no honey man for me to cuddle near but I'm learning I'm gonna roll my eyes and someday you're gonna be surprised when I find someone's loving man and kiss him with a smack I'll hug him and I'll squeeze him but I'll never give him back cause I'm lonesome so very lonesome I'm the lonesomest guy
5: Oh yeah! Yeah. That's (laughs) good.
3: Very smooth, very mellow, Kay. A million thanks. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present a pal of mine from the golf links and from the cinema sound stages, folks. Here's that well-dressed, that well-pressed gentleman, Mr. Adolf Manjou. Oh, Josh Adolf, it's always a pleasure to see you And those clothes of yours, always impeccable It's always a pleasure to see you, Bing And those clothes of yours, always impossible here. <laughs> <laughs> here, now, here. Well, uh, look at you, Bing I do wish you'd do something about your dress This isn't a dress, this is a sports shirt <laughs> <laughs> uh, It looks like a storm warning to me <laughs> You're just ribbing me, Adolf There's nothing wrong with the ensemble I have on Nothing wrong Bing, I wouldn't join a chain gang in that outfit you're wearing <laughs> Why don't you do something about this, my yeah, boy? I've tried to help you I've yeah. given you my tailor's card four or five times I went to your tailor, Adolf The minute I walked in the front door He blew a mouthful of pins at me hmm. <laughs> Well, uh, I told you to go to the back door Oh, I frightened him, huh? Well, he suffered a complete nervous breakdown sorry I uh, Being you're much too careless, I saw you at the Macombo the other night in a dinner jacket and you were not wearing a tie. Well, I don't know how to tie a bow tie. Uh, well, it's very simple. You tie one just like you tie shoelaces. You tie shoelaces?
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's big
3: news to me. Uh-huh. Well, you know, being off times a fellow like you who's very casual when it comes to street clothes is ultra fastidious in private. Uh, how do you sleep? On my tummy. No, 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 no What do you sleep in? Well, usually in a bed Of course, when there's a mob at the house I have a sleeping bag in the garage No, 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 no What I'm trying to get at is How do you dress for bed? What do you wear? I have an electric blanket with two pair of pants <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful <laughs> That sounds very stylish You know, being night shirts are in vogue again Yeah, but I don't like night shirts They creep up on you Well, mine don't why not? I put stirrups on them. Madam <laughs> right Cowboy. So, you see, being my theory is right, you're not uh, hopeless. You at least dress for bed. And I've noticed <laughs> another progressive thing about you. <laughs> you are uh, wearing golf niggas now. Good old, you know. You like them? Yes. But I saw you at the Bel Air Golf Club the other day, and you had one pant leg up and the other one dragging. You look just like Jackie Coogan in The Kid. <laughs> Really, Adolf, I think you're much too fastidious about this thing I understand that when you send a bundle to the laundry Everybody just stands around and admires it Oh, no, 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 no At the laundry, I get the works the same as everyone else The full treatment? Yes, uh, but I try to be very tolerant of my laundry I sent them a beautiful pair of Angora socks They sent me back two tea bags (laughs) But I didn't complain. No? I sent them imported white linen handkerchiefs. Uh-huh. They sent them back with black India ink on them. Rather than argue, I tried to compromise. I went out and bought black handkerchiefs. <laughs> How'd that work? Well, they went out and bought white India ink. <laughs> <laughs> and still you didn't complain? No, 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 no. Accidents will happen. No. Of course, it was a little better during the war. They were understaffed. How did that affect you? They couldn't get all the buttons off my shirts. Mm. Oh, really, Dove? I think you're just being bitter. Well, I don't mind if they shriek a pair of socks now and then. A few missing buttons don't disturb me. But here's the one thing that gets me. I have pleaded with them not to starch the collars. Oh, I know just how you feel. For some reason, they don't wash collars. They sharpen them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so right. Why, a friend of mine nearly beheaded himself watching a tennis match the other day.
5: Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs>
3: well... I just don't understand. All my shirts have a label inside the neck band which reads, Do not starch collar. I even have some shirts that say, Please do not starch collar. Here's what I can't figure out. The man who starches the collars must have thousands of collars to starch. Now, when he gets to one of my shirts, why can't he just not starch the collar? Well, maybe it throws him off his game or something. <laughs> you complain to the laundry? Well, I've done everything. I talked to Miss Wyatt in charge of wet wash. Mm-hmm. I talked to Miss Patterson in charge of flat work. Grand girl. But they referred me to Barney. Who's Barney? He's the man who puts the starch in the collars. Oh. So I figured if I could get around Barney, my problem would be solved. Mm-hmm. That evening, I went down to the laundry and stood outside the employee's entrance with a box of cigars under my arm like a stage door Johnny. This is building. <laughs> At last, Barney came out. We went to a small cocktail lounge. The lights were low and we sipped champagne. Finally, I took a, uh, I took a $20 bill and pressed it into the palm of his hand and said, please don't starch the collars. What happened? He looked at me like I was trying to fix the World Series. <laughs> you couldn't sway him, huh? No, no, he wanted to turn me over to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Adolf, I don't see why you want to bring all this trouble on yourself with all the clothes you have. You're bound to have trouble with laundries. Yes, when it comes to my laundry, I can take it. But, Bing, there is something that I live in constant dread and terror of. Hmm? I am perpetually haunted by heinous beasts that threaten my very existence. Gophers? No, moths. Oh, what are a few cloth cannibals? If I found a moth in my closet, I'd put sleeves on it, wear it. Well, uh, that's a gay one you're wearing now. (laughs) But I'm serious, Bing. The threat of moths makes my life practically unbearable. Oh, don't let them upset you. With their itty-bitty teeth, what could they eat? Mm -hmm. Itty-bitty to the naked eye, perhaps. But under a microscope, they have teeth like a tiger shark. I've made quite a study of them, you know. Really? Yeah, there are two kinds of moths, the male moth and the female moth. very happy to know that. Yes. (laughs) The moths are very happy about it, too. (laughs) Do you have any more data on the necktie nibblers? Yes, yes. Uh, other insects have traits you can admire. Bees make honey. True. Ants build things. Of course. Fleas will go out and get a job in a circus. Yes, even mosquitoes have a little class. If a mosquito doesn't like you, he lumps you. <laughs> Nothing. Right.
5: Eddie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> even the bald weevil has the decency to chew up cotton before it's baited to garments. But a moth is just a louse. <laughs> Oh, you might be just a little too vitriolic toward our friends, the vest vultures. They really can't do much harm if you control them. Well, perhaps you can control the ordinary, common, everyday clothes, Moth. But what about the giant, sawtooth, the armor-plated Moth that is equipped with dynaflow and flit profilers? Real menace, huh? Hmm. Being thank heavens they only invade Southern California once every 15 years. Really? Don't tell me you've forgotten the hours of terror we spent together the night they swooped down upon my house in 1932. Think! You must remember. Yes, oh, yes. Now I remember, yes. I remember well, and I shudder as I think of the horror and the gruesomeness of it all. We had just finished a round of golf at Lakeside, and we stopped by your house for a glass of barley water. You had slipped into your man-of-distinction suit and were starting to mix a drink. When suddenly... Master, master. Manju's butler always called him master. He detested the name Adolf. So did uh, (laughs) Manju. Master, we must flee. They're coming again. Pull yourself together, carpenter. What is coming? Those great, big, nasty old moths are coming. That's what. No. Manju's face went ashen, which fortunately matched the gray ascot tie he was wearing. (laughs) The giant moths again, eh? Well, great Scott, man, don't just stand there. There's nothing to do, master. These winged devils will chew you and your wardrobe to ribbons. And Buttons and bows. <laughs> now we're not going to run away, carpenter. This time we're going to fight them. I'll fight them to the last stitch. So help me, Hart Schaffner and Marx. By. <laughs> By, Kuppenheimer, I'll stick with you. Leo Sunshine, Funeral, and Hickey Freeman. <laughs> Malcolm Kenneth. <laughs> Quick, carpenter, man this flit gun. Aye, aye, sir? Yes, you. Crosby, take these mothballs. Got them. <coughs> Don't eat them. Throw them. <laughs> now, everybody to their battle stations. It's no use, master. Look out the window
2: to the east. Moths, a black cloud of them, ten miles long and two miles wide. We'll
3: never mm. beat them. I'll beat them. I have intelligence. I have intelligence.
1: Well, you know more than
3: a moth. <laughs> I rushed up to the balcony, looked through my binoculars. It was a terrifying sight. They were approaching all right. Through the binoculars, I could see that their leader was a veteran of many campaigns. He had seven sets of red flannels painted on his fuselage. <laughs> and on they came. I had never seen such an expanse of flying fiends. I called them on you. What's wrong, Bing? This is hopeless. Look at them. They flew over the house They're not hungry yet They'll be back But don't worry Well, are you insane? We can't fight these demons With mothballs and flits I said not to worry Do you see this bomb I have in my hand? Is it D-D-T? No D-U-Z <laughs> Now Now we'll see If does does everything Oh, no, it better <laughs> Just then the moths Came into view again They were flying high In battle formation They were preparing to dive
5: <laughs> Quick,
3: Adolf The bombs! Stand back Manju had thrown his bomb with deadly aim. It exploded right in the middle of the formation and it dispersed the onslaught. We've licked them. They're running away. I told you intelligence would win. I knew you'd defeat them, sir. Congratulations. Look out there on the lawn, Adolf. Millions of teeth. Giant moth teeth. Good. My bomb blew all their teeth out. Moths without teeth can never harm us. We've won completely. And then we heard that ominous sound again. I peered quickly through my binoculars and the sight that met my eyes turned my blood to ice water for at this moment I knew that Manju had been outwitted. Give me those glasses, Crosby. Egad, those devils have been to painless Barker.
5: <laughs> They're
3: coming back with false choppers. We're cooked. <laughs> Manju in a rage went out to meet them single-handed. It was Manju versus the Moths. They descended on him like a colossal wave of dive bombers. Manju was helpless. Despite his cries of terror, it was fascinating to watch those ravenous creatures at work. Somehow they seemed to ignore me. They circled around me warily, but always keeping a safe distance. But Manju was really getting it. Away, you fiends! Be gone! There goes his coat. There goes his pants. There goes his necktie. There goes his spats. Well, I'll be darned. They're spitting out the buttons. There goes his socks. It was a pathetic sight. There he stood, once America's best dressed man, but now just a barefoot boy from head to toe. There seemed to be nothing left for these devils when suddenly. There goes his mustache. Key, Ken, wasn't that a terrible thing that happened to Manjou? <laughs> yes, it was, Bing. <laughs> but
2: right now, right now, I'm concerned with other things.
3: What's your great concern, Ken?
2: Well, I have news for people who'd like to modernize their radio or phonograph to play the new 45-minute records. Well, go right ahead. I'll have to run out and get
3: Manjou a balbrigan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, friends, just drop in at your Philco dealer and discover Philco's new album-length record player. This is a real four-star dilly, folks. For only $29.95 or 31 dollars half in the West, this Philco record player will equip any radio or phonograph, old or new, with the greatest advance in recorded music. And get this, it makes no difference what make of phonograph you now own. Actually, with this sensational Philco record player, you can even play the 45-minute record on a table radio that doesn't have a phonograph. Installation is easy and inexpensive, and you'll enjoy the listening thrill of your life. Philco's album-length record player gives you the slow-speed turntable you need for long-playing records, plus Philco's marvelous new Balanced Fidelity Reproducer, the tone arm originally designed for the long-playing record by Philco, famous for quality the world over.
3: Here's a song I recorded for Decca last year, which my agents tell me created a mild stir on the continent. Now I understand it's being played in this country, which emboldens me to
1: program it tonight. If you ever go across the sea to Ireland, then maybe at the closing of your day, you will sit and watch the moon rise over clatter And watch the barefoot gossums at their play Just to hear again the ripple of the trout stream The women in the meadows making hay And to sit beside a turf fire in the cabin And see the sun go down on Galway Bay For the breeze is blowing o'er the seas from Ireland Are perfumed by the heather as they blow And the women in the upland digging prairies Speak a language that the strangers do not know For the strangers came and tried to teach us their way They scorned us just for being what we are. But they might as well go chasing after moonbeams. Or light a penny candle from a star. And if there's going to be a life hereafter. And somehow I'm sure there's gonna be I will ask my God to let me make my heaven In that dear land across the Irish Sea
3: That just about knocks it for tonight. And my thanks to K-Star and Adolf Manjou for joining us. Uh, who's with you next week, Bing? Next week, Adolf, we have two fine performers. Miss Dorothy Kirsten of the Metropolitan Opera. Mm, very swanky. Oh, yes. And outside the Met, she sung with Jolson. Mm, that would have to be outside the Met. <laughs> that goes for me, too. We have Bert Lauer, a great comedian, also going to be with us next week. Mm-hmm. Should I tune in? We'd appreciate it if you would. Good night, Adolf. Good night, Bing. Folks, I'd like to remind you that the National Guard still needs men to give voluntarily their spare time for the nation's defense. Thank you, folks, and good night.
2: This program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Myrtle McKenzie. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter, and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guests, Dorothy Kirsten and Bert Lahr. And remember, keep your eye on your Philco dealer now for the newest thing in radio phonographs from Philco, the leader. Starring Al Jolson with Oscar Levant, Lou Bring and his orchestra and chorus and our guest, Rachel Marx.
7: So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song. Hey folks, this is Al Jolson in The Craft Musical You know, the other day I was over at Columbia Studio watching him make my new picture, Jolson Sings Again And I think it's gonna be a good picture but I'm a little worried about Larry Park's makeup You see, the studio doesn't seem to realize that as I got older, I looked more and more like Gregory Peck <laughs> But who am I to fight it? And now, now I have a little song that isn't in the picture but maybe they'll put it in the next one. Okay, Lou, let's take it. Little girl, you're the one girl for me. Little girl, you're as sweet as can be. Just a glance from you meant love from the start. And oh, what a thrill came into my heart. Little girl, with your cute little ways, I am yours for the rest of my days. And this great big world will be divine, little girl, when you're mine, all mine. Little girl, with your cute little ways, I am yours for the rest of my days. And this great big
5: world
7: will it be divine. Is that being in the entrance? little girl when you're mine oh mine well can ha How do you like Crosby coming on Just to finish that song (laughs) Well, how'd you like That little chanty of yesteryear, huh? Oh,
2: rather good, Al What? Well, let me put it another way It was fair Fair? Yeah
7: Look, Ken Don't ever say I sing fair There's no halfway with me I'm either good or I'm bad I see Well, let me see Uh, I have a wife and a son
2: (laughs) If I say he's
7: bad, I'm out of a job
2: Oh, you were good, Al Hey, that's better Hello, Al
7: Hello, Oscar, what do you want? Hmm, he's happier than usual to see me
2: (laughs) Say, Oscar, that was a great show you did with Bing Crosby the other night You were just wonderful, simply swell
7: Hmm, me, I sang fair (laughs) Levant was simply swell Well, what can you do? Did you hear me when I was on Bing's program, Al? Yes, I heard you, and I didn't like it I must have been good (laughs) Listen, Levant I didn't like what you said about me on that show You told Crosby there was no real Jolson That I was Al Jolson's son (laughs) Oscar was only kidding, Al Yeah, most people think you're still alive (laughs) Well, the least you could have done Was talk about me with respect You could have said something nice, you know Wait a minute, Al When I'm here on your program I'm forced to say each week That you are The world's greatest entertainer That you are a lovable, genial, generous gentleman But when I'm on someone else's show, I can tell the truth
5: (laughs)
2: And it might interest you to know, Al That Bing thought Oscar was the most talented artist he ever had on his program
7: Yeah? Well, I've been on Bing's show, you know You heard what the man said
4: (laughs)
2: Yes, and I overheard Bing say that he wouldn't mind having Oscar with him all the time
7: He said that? Yeah, and what a kick I got playing for the groaner I tell you, Al, the man's got something What's the matter? Don't I have anything? Yes, Al You don't have anything
5: <laughs>
7: Well, look if, if, if that's the way you feel, Oscar You can go and play for Crosby
5: <laughs>
7: Go ahead Forget about me After all, who am I? Hm. I was only the fellow Who took you out of Carnegie Hall Where you played nothing but concertos and sonatas. And brought me here where I play yuckahula, hickadula, and toot, toot, tootsie, goodbye Go ahead, Oscar, go with Bing See if he'll allow you to insult him like you insult me Go play for him Throw him off key like you do me, go ahead (laughs) I'm only kidding, Al And to show my appreciation, I'll play a composition that is just filled with difficult passages Which I have mastered with the aid of a metronome And sheer genius
2: these days? Well, we have a good one for the cooks. Cook with rich golden cheese often. Now, the price of cheese has come down, and golden cheese is a protein food ideal for money-saving main dishes. Actually, ounce for ounce, there's no other basic food that matches cheese for high quality complete protein, for calcium, phosphorus, and other nutrients from milk. So, for money-saving main dishes, pick the smooth-melting craft, pasteurized processed varieties, Sharp Old English brand or medium-mellow Kraft American. Plan a golden-rich cheese casserole or a glorious cheese sauce that will economize by using up leftovers. Cheese main dishes will please the family and save money, too.
7: Say, Oscar, did, uh, did you hear the nice things that Ken Carpenter just said about Kraft cheese? Yes, Al, what about it? Well, why doesn't he ever say those things about me? Well, uh, you're not wrapped in tinfoil What's that got to do with it? But if you're gonna feel bad, I'll give you that same sort of build-up Go ahead, I'd like mm. it Ladies and gentlemen, this week we are featuring Crafts Al Jolson He is flavorful and rich Every package of Jolson comes to you naturally mellowed and aged <laughs> When unexpected company drops in, have Jolson over and they'll leave <laughs> Funny no, <laughs> I'll just ignore that, Oscar. <laughs> I'll just ignore that because my little boy's listening. Oh, how my little boy loves to hear me sing! You know, every Thursday night my wife has him in front of the radio, and the minute I start to sing, Oscar, he knows it's me. Yes, sir, he knows me. The minute I start to sing, he knows it's me because he puckers up his little lips and he goes, <laughs> "He knows me." <laughs> and now here's a little song for Asa Junior, from Asa Senior dirty hand dirty face leads the neighbors a chase but his smile is as cute as can be making noise breaking toys always fighting the boys but his eyes are a vision to see. And when my work is done, coming home to the setting sun, from the gate he starts to run, then I'll kiss
5: my boy.
7: Dirty hands dirty
5: face,
7: (laughs) little devil, they say, but to me, he's an angel of joy. Oscar, Oscar, you already played that number. Why are you starting it again, huh? I didn't play enough of it. In my (laughs) concerts, I play long numbers. But here, I can only play numbers that are two and a half or three minutes. Even my wife is beginning to notice it. (laughs) (laughs) She does? Yeah, she says, why don't you ever play that short at home? (laughs) Well, Oscar, look, the reason I have you play short ones here, you know, is that, well, I don't want you to get tired Tired? Yeah Do you know I recently made a record of the Tchaikovsky Concerto that ran 45 minutes? A record that ran 45 minutes? How come? They forgot to say when <laughs> Well, that's nothing, Oscar, I made a record that ran for 45 years And if you join me, I'd like to sing it now My fingers are getting wrinkled Playing these old songs <laughs> Wonder was become of Sally, that old girl of mine. The sun shines missing from our alley ever since the day Sally went away no matter what she is wherever she may be if no one wants her now please send her back to me al Uh -uh. you've had so many girls why don't you let them keep her Well, just for that Oscar To use a musical phrase Don't play Remain tacit Mr. Bring If you please I'll always welcome back My
5: Sally
1: That all.
7: Something for me, will you? Take down these figures. Nine, 34, 16, seven and a half. What are those for? Well, in case you want to give me something for Christmas. Oh, those are the sizes of the different things that I wear. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Now you take down this figure. Mm hmm. 18,000. 18, 18,000? What's that for? In case you want to get me something for Christmas That's the size of the mortgage on my house (laughs) Well, the idea started out good (laughs) But it fell apart when it got to you, you know,
5: yeah
7: (laughs) Al, why are you concerned with Christmas this time of the year? It's very simple, Oscar I've got a song called I'm Doing My Christmas Dreaming Early And if Lou Bring and the boys in the orchestra Will hang up their stockings We'll do a little dreaming together Okay?
2: For the first time in seven long years, Kraft can say, we have natural-aged American cheese for you. This year, we've been able to supply food stores with plenty of those big golden wheels. Get yourself a big wedge of this gloriously mellow cheese to serve along with the pumpkin pies. There's no better way to top off Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, as far as the Kraft folks are concerned, this is a very special Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You see, ever since the beginning of the war, the country's tremendous need for cheese made it very difficult to set aside much for curing. Just this past year, Kraft has been able to send enough golden cheese to the curing rooms to supply all you folks who wanted mellow, natural cheese. But the long, long wait is over. The cheese that Kraft has guarded so carefully for months and months is now ready for your enjoyment. Ask your dealer to cut you a good big wedge for sandwiches, for snacks, and for your Thanksgiving dinner ask him to make sure that it's the Kraft aged natural cheese he cuts for you. It's a real thrill for cheese lovers, this carefully aged, rich and mellow natural
7: cheese from Kraft. Jolson, you're a lucky man. You're selling a product that you can eat. I tried eating my product. Take my wife for it. Don't ever sink your teeth in an Elgin-American compact. LAUGHTER don't even put your teeth In an <laughs> american
5: concert
7: It's more like it,
5: huh?
7: Groucho I'm glad you were able To come over to the musical I really am I almost didn't make it, Al You know, this is Thursday The Maid's Night Out Well, uh How'd you get away? At our house I'm the maid Oh
5: <laughs>
7: Must be tiresome Pinching yourself, huh? It's tiresome But safer <laughs> Well, tell me, Groucho you, uh, you have a radio program of your own, haven't you? You bet your life It's a quiz show I ask people questions Wait a minute You're not Dr. IQ No, I'm still an
5: intern Well, <laughs> well uh I'm still up ask... in the balcony, huh? Yeah
7: <laughs> How about ask me some questions Like you ask on your program? I don't think I can, Al This sort of thing Is for people who went to school Groucho, just a moment I want you to know I did go to school, you know Really? What school? Arthur
5: Murray's
7: (laughs) Well, what did you study, Al? A little blonde named Henrietta Now, I'll
5: have... (laughs) I took the same
7: course in night school Yeah But that won't help you answer the kind of questions I ask This is a little out of your feel, Al How come? I know you're a great entertainer You told me so yourself But (laughs) I don't want to... I don't want to embarrass you before all these people... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute just ask me the question We'll see how dumb I am I don't have to ask you questions To find that out now. now, the way I do it on my show I team up a husband and a wife Is your wife here? No, she's out delivering laundry uh, Jolson, you mean to say Your wife takes in washing? Well, gee where's The girl's got to have spending money You know that you Can't stop these modern girls My wife sells blankets To the Albuquerque Indian. No No <laughs> Of course, she's part Navajo and part Blanca Oh, Well, we've got to find a wife to team up with you for these questions LeVant, are you willing to work with Jolson as his wife? Okay Al, uh, are you willing to play LeVant's husband? Yeah I now pronounce you man and wife well, What's going on here? Oscar, look Groucher wants to team us as man and wife so we can answer some quiz questions If you're around Jolson long enough, you have to marry him well- <laughs> Well, Joseph will be the husband Because he's the oldest, uh, oldest And
5: Levant
7: <laughs> I said oldest I was thinking of the jokes here yeah. <laughs> And Levant, you'll be the wife Because you're the shabbiest well, Look, wait a minute prettiest <laughs> <laughs> Before <laughs> we go any further to wear a good suit Yes yeah.
5: <laughs>
7: Before we go any further mm-hmm. I want everyone to know That Oscar's not Well, he's not my taste In oh, women, boy, really are not. we fumbling this around? Yeah, I got it.
5: <laughs> This is
7: life with fumbles, <laughs> this is called How uh, you, Levant What'd you say, Al? I said before we go any further I want everyone to know that you're not my taste in women Jolson, if I were a woman I wouldn't marry you if you were the last man on earth And you probably will be <laughs> Please, I don't like to see couples fighting on their honeymoon Now, before we get to the questions, I want to interview you lovebirds Jolson, how did you meet this little sweetie pie? Well, I met her during fire prevention week She was on fire at the time I came along and she was put out And you always were a big (laughs) squirt Now, sweetie pie, that's you, uh, Levant Thank you, Hank Where did you meet this old goat? Well, now, wait a minute Okay, where did you meet this young goat?
5: Well, uh,
7: I was playing piano on my balcony When a strolling troubadour began singing below I almost fumbled that Now uh, here I fumbled the next part I had no coins to throw him, So I threw my piano You had a balcony and a piano? I threw both those lines <laughs> You're not H. Harry S. are you? I noticed it said Steinway on the back of his head uh-huh. uh, We're a couple of Horowitz
5: Now, uh... <laughs> Now tell me,
7: Levant uh, uh, How many children do you have? That's me Oh, that's you I have two And she has three (laughs) You have two And she has three? Well, how do you account for that? We keep secrets (laughs) Well, that's unusual You have two And he has three? Yes We have one odd one (laughs) Robbie takes after Jolson Look, if you guys Are going to stand and insult me I'm ending this marriage Alas, I remain an unkissed bride (laughs) Groucho, can't you ask us questions as man to man? Well, in that case, you'll have to get someone instead of Jolson But uh, I'm sorry this happened I had such hopes for you two I could just see you walking down life's pathway Making horrible music together (laughs) Well, sick temper Brutus What's that sick temper Brutus? That's Latin from Manhattan Now, uh, just choose a category and I'll ask you some questions Well, what about the money you pay? I knew if anyone brought up that nasty subject, it would be you <laughs> The way it works, I give you $20 to start and you bet any amount We'll take the musical category That's right, and we'll let the money ride on every question All right, now see if you know the name of this song When there are gray skies, I don't mind the gray skies I love you so, Yata boy <laughs> Got it like that, stormy weather <laughs> I'd have sworn it was something else <laughs> But these guys know more about music than I do All right, you have $40 uh-huh. Next question
5: <laughs> Who
7: conducts the orchestra in the Kraft music hall? Lou Bring. Yeah
5: <laughs> Jolson
7: finally got himself a yeah man <laughs> You now have $80 Next question Why didn't Schubert finish his symphony? He was afraid Jolson would sing it <laughs> Correct, you now have $160 Next question, who is the most popular singer of the day? Well, I, uh, I... uh, Now, wait a minute, let me give you some hints He's a great sportsman, a great golfer He wears loud shirts, and he has four sons I object on the ground that that question tends to eliminate me Hey, you still have $160 What would you like to try? I'd like to try and get the money <laughs> Correct, correct Gentlemen, you now have $320 Here's my personal check And thank you very much Wait and a minute, wait, no, wait, wait a minute Just a moment, just a moment Aren't you going to sign this check? Aren't Are you, you... going to sign this check? Are you crazy? The last time I signed one of these things I spent five years in jail <laughs>
2: Lovers, here's some good news that comes just in time for the Thanksgiving feasting. At last, Kraft has plenty of aged natural cheese for you, the big golden wheels the dealers cut for you in the store. It's mellow cheese with the old-time natural texture, just what you want to go with those Thanksgiving pies. During the war and since, the country's tremendous need for cheese made it difficult for Kraft to send enough cheese to the curing rooms for very long. But during the past year, Kraft could at last. And now the natural cheese that Kraft has guarded for months and months is in the store. Get plenty tomorrow. It's a real pre-war treat. The natural aged American cheese from
5: Kraft.
7: Folks, I'm sure you've all heard that line from the song Home Sweet Home that says, Be ever so humble, there's no place like home. Here's another song that conveys the same feeling of peace and contentment. In our house We greet the morning sun In our house We have our share of fun Look in and you'll know why The hours seem to fly Until the day is done In our house We have some friends drop in In our house We play a little gin While someone on the floor You should have met before Looks up with his big grin And in the quiet of the night A heart may shed a tear or two In time it turns out quite all right we know our dreams can all come
5: true.
7: In our house, the joys that we know of, for all these we thank him up above and go our little ways and fill the fleeting days with the one
6: we love.
7: We go our little ways and fill the fleeting days with the
5: one we love in our
4: hearts. Next week, Picture
2: the cure. Broadcasting Company.
9: Ladies and gentlemen, the railroad hour. (laughs) And from Hollywood, here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, your railroads, through the Association of American Railroads, present the rollicking musical success, Hit the Deck, starring the host of our series, Gordon McRae, a very charming guest, Miss Frances Langford, and featuring a great cast of Hollywood players. The show train is brought to you by the American Railroads, the same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is Gordon McRae.
7: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I don't need to tell you that the tune Carmen Dragon and the orchestra are playing is Hallelujah from tonight's show, Hit the Deck. A musical that was a tremendous success on Broadway, on the screen, and still
6: plays in theaters all over the country.
5: Sometimes I'm happy Sometimes
7: I'm blue Yes, sometimes I'm happiest from Hit the Deck, too As well as many other hits you'll hear tonight Sung by lovely Francis Langford, myself, and our choir Under the direction of Norman Luboff. So, try and picture me in a sailor uniform With one of those little white hats perched in the back of my head Because I play the part of a gob named Bill Smith Who falls in love with Francis Langford I mean, Lulu Martin But suppose I let Elvia Allman tell you the story because she's Lulu's Aunt Lavinia, and remembers a lot more about it than I do.
5: Join the Navy, where the Join
10: the Navy, and see the world. Oh, baloney. But you know, every time I hear that tune, it takes me back to the day Lulu and I were standing on the dock in San Diego, just outside her coffee shop, listening to a gob named Bill Smith making a recruiting speech. But since I knew Lulu couldn't join the Navy, it didn't worry me too much. But I wasn't counting on a little guy named
5: Dan Cupid.
7: Okay, men, who's going to be the first to sign up? Step right up and get your papers. Uncle Sammy puts the bills. Join the Navy and see the world.
6: All soda clerks, and them that works, and loading crates, and washing plates, and those that's driving trucks, and every tailor should be a sailor, and sail away. If you've the nerve, it's great to serve, so quit your job, and be a cop and go with Uncle Sam down to Havana, or to Savannah, or Crisco Bay. Canada, down to the Philippines or any foreign shore There's always a girl who is left behind who's been behind before It may be Lou or Sue, it's all the same to you From China to Peru,
4: you've nothing to lose
6: Join the Navy, where the sea's all wavy. Join the Navy, and see the world you can earn while you learn. In the Navy, where a pal is a pal and hard-boiled. Join the Navy, where the life is gravy, though your hair be straight or cord. When a guy is in his twenties or his thirties. It's a job to swab a deck where all the joy is. But a job is always aces where a spike is. Join the Navy and see
5: the world.
11: Oh, Ed Lavinia, isn't he
10: wonderful? Who said that? I did. Lulu Martin, you've been running a coffee shop on the dock too long to be fallen for sailors. What's wrong with sailors? Now, don't get me started. Maybe Little Red Riding Hood did meet the first wolf, but that wolf was just a schmo compared to the ones who hang around here. (laughs) But this one's different. Ah, so's your Aunt Lavinia. What's his name? Mr. Smith. Smith? He sure didn't knock himself out thinking up that one.
11: His name is Smith, Aunt Lavinia, and he... Oh, here he comes now. Be nice to him, Aunt
10: Lavinia. Why, why, there's two of them deck swabbers coming this way. Lulu Martin, have you been learning about sailors' maneuvers?
4: Hiya, Lulu. I want you to meet a pal of mine. How do you do? I'm Matt Smith, Seaman First Class. (laughs)
10: And I'm Lulu's Aunt Lavinia Cook third class, chaperone second class, and bouncer first class (laughs) Hello
4: to Aunt Lavinia
10: Aunt Lavinia
11: helps me run my coffee shop
7: Well, now ain't that nice Hey, Lulu, want to go for another walk with me tonight, huh?
10: Well, I... uh... (laughs) Oh, so you're the reason Lulu was out so late last night
7: Yeah, did we make too much noise when we got back? The
10: noise was all right, it was the silence that worried me (laughs) What were you talking about?
7: Oh, nothing
10: Took you a mighty long time to say it. We didn't talk much.
6: Yeah, we were just thinking most of the time. Oh.
10: <laughs> what were you thinking about? Don't answer that.
7: <laughs> Won't you boys stay for dinner? Uh, I can, but, uh, Matt can't. He's got to clear up the Groving on the What's after recruiting duty. Huh?
10: Sounds like mighty hard work.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's no kidding. Well, I,
4: uh, i got to shove off. I'll stop by for you when I get finished
7: there, Bill. Please. Okay, Matt.
11: <laughs> Come on in the coffee shop, Mr. Smith. Suits me. Add Lavenio dish up dinner right away. Here you are, Mr. Smith. Sit right up to the counter and make yourself at home.
7: Hmm, sure smells nice in here.
10: You mean it did. Huh? Well, I'll go get the child. Where's your home, Mr. Smith?
7: Oh, I haven't got one. A couple of distant relatives here and there, but nothing to call home.
11: Bet you'd like a nice little home in the country with a picket fence and roses round the door with, uh, someone to fix dinner for you all.
7: Not me. Oh, the wife part's all right, but I'd rather live in the city where something's going on. To me,
6: <laughs> nothing could be sweeter than just a little sweet or no oh, nothing could be sweeter than living on the avenue high above the busy streets, happiness would be complete if we could go out to eat. I'm not looking for home cooking. I don't want a cottage that has a waterfall in view going back to nature is dandy for a week or two. But after that, it's awful flat Raisin' kids is safe and sane, but first I want to raise them cane. So nothing could be sweeter, just a little sweet for two. All
11: my life I've waited for the one. They say I'm fated for I hope and pray each night and day. The man for me will come
5: my way.
11: But why? Oh why? Oh, wherefore does no one seem to care for me? Any man see that I'm alone and fancy free I can cook most any dish Even act quite devilish Yet in vain I wish and wish For that he-man who is the man Faithful as a trilby To him I always will be true I'll be sentimental on any night from ten till two. I want a pet like Juliet. Where is there a Romeo who'll be so glad to see me? Oh,
6: nothing could be sweeter than a sweet, complete with happiness for two.
11: What you say sounds awfully good to me, Mr. Smith. Tell me some more about your plans for the future.
7: Well, I'm not always going to be in the Navy. When my time's up, I'm going to write for my master's papers and try to get a job as a captain of a freighter.
11: Captain of a freighter? Mm-hmm. Gee, my dad was a captain.
7: Yeah. Well, I'm going to be, too, someday. I got some money saved up. Not much, just a hundred bucks. But that'll help toward getting a freighter. It sure will.
10: Okay, you two, break it up, break it up. Here's your chow. Thanks, Aunt Lavinia. Well, set it down. We can eat it. Well, lucky you. Call me when you're finished. I want to come back and count the things that aren't nailed down. (laughs) There, go ahead and eat. I hope you like my cooking.
3: Me
7: too.
11: Cream chicken, biscuits, mashed potatoes, pie and coffee.
7: Smells swell.
11: Wouldn't it be nice if we could eat all our meals together like this?
7: Yeah, but you ain't eating, sister.
11: (laughs) I'm not hungry with you here and all. I've been thinking about you and that freighter. My dad used to say it would be awful lonesome on a freighter without me. Yeah? His first mate used to say that, too. I mean, he used to say it would be awful lonesome on a freighter without his wife. Yeah. The second mate... Gosh, you should have heard him talk about how lonesome it would be on a freighter without a wife. What'd you say, Mr. Smith?
7: Hmm? Oh, nothing. Oh... Want some more coffee? Nope, I'm... I'm full up.
4: Hey, Bilge, come on. It's time to go.
7: I'll be right with you, Matt. Matt's waiting for me, baby.
11: But you just got here. Can you come back soon?
7: Ah, no chance. We shove off tomorrow.
11: Will you think about me when you're away? Write to me, maybe?
7: Sure. Sure I will, sister. I'll, I'll think about you all the time.
11: And I'll always remember tonight. The freighter and you. Mostly you.
7: I hope it makes you happy, baby.
11: It will. Sometimes I don't get you. Sometimes I'm happy, sometimes I'm
6: blue. My disposition depends on
5: you.
11: I never mind the rain from the sky
5: if I can find
11: the sun. sometimes i love you sometimes i hate you
5: but when i
12: hate you
5: it's cause i love you
6: that's how i Sometimes I'm happy Sometimes I'm blue My disposition Just depends on you I never mind The rain from the skies If I can find The sun in your eyes Sometimes I love you Sometimes I hate you But when I hate you It's cause I love you, that's how I am So what can I do, I'm happy when I'm with you Sometimes I'm happy, sometimes I'm
5: blue My disposition depends on you I never
11: mind the rain from the sky If I can find the sun
5: in your eyes Sometimes I love you Sometimes I hate you But when I hate you It's because I love you That's how I am So what can
6: I do? Cause
5: I'm happy Cause I'm happy When I'm with you Sometimes I'm happy But only when I'm with you
4: Hi, bell, come on, shake away
11: Okay
7: Well, so long, baby
11: Wait, wait a minute I've got something for you It's right here in this drawer Here Here it is.
7: Well, what do you know? A picture.
11: Yeah, that's me. Under the hat.
7: Just what I wanted.
11: You'll come and see me when you get back?
7: Sure, sure I will. I like to have a place in every port where I can drop in.
11: Well, goodbye, Mr. Smith.
7: So long, sister.
11: Well, aren't you going to kiss me goodbye?
7: Hmm, must be slipping. Come to baby, Papa. No, come to Papa, baby. There. Now make that last till I get back. Oh, Mr. Smith. Goodbye.
11: Oh, Oh, Mr. Smith. Aunt Lavinia? Aunt Lavinia? What happened? What happened? Oh, Aunt Lavinia, he just kissed me goodbye. Well, forever, I hope. No, he promised to come back. And oh, Aunt Lavinia... He wants to be captain of a freighter. At Lavinia. No. Whatever you're going to ask me, no. This coffee shop and and that, that diamond pendant my mother left me, the one that the jeweler offered me five thousand dollars for. I could sell them and buy him a freighter. But he's a bum. That's all he is. Nothing but a bum. He is not. He has money in the bank. He told me. He saved one hundred dollars.
10: A hundred dollars. Oh, all right. So he's a bum with assets. But I'm not going to let you make a fool of yourself, Lulu I'm just not going to let you do it You can't stop me, Aunt Lavinia
8: That's how I
10: am So what can I
5: do? I'm happy when I'm with you
9: And now, before the American Railroads bring you the second act of Hit the Deck, let's consider Thanksgiving Day, or rather, two Thanksgiving Days. The first one was more than 300 years ago, when a tiny band of immigrants precariously hanging on to what was little more than a beachhead on the very edge of a wilderness continent set aside a day in which to give thanks for the bounty and blessings which they had received in America. This week, another Thanksgiving Day will be observed, this time by a great and numerous people, securely occupying the whole of the vast continent, which was a wilderness and has now become one of the most richly productive countries of the earth. The pilgrims celebrated their first Thanksgiving Day with a dinner made up of whatever was right at hand near Plymouth. Grain and vegetables from the garden patches, fruits and nuts from the surrounding forests, turkey shot wild in the woods. By contrast, most of the people who will celebrate Thanksgiving Day this week live a thousand miles and more from most of the food they will eat. But they are able to draw to their dinner tables, wherever they might live in America, the products of a whole continent. And not just on Thanksgiving Day, but on every day of the year. And what is true of food is typical of everything else we use. For here in America, the producer has the widest possible markets. The consumer has the broadest possible choice of sources of supply. In this great national competitive market, Made possible by the continent-wide low-cost transportation service of American railroads <laughs> now back to hit the deck starring Francis Langford and your host Gordon McRae and here's Elvia Allman as Aunt Lavinia to go on with the story <laughs>
10: I heard that song there was more recruiting going on only this time Bilge wasn't there but a ship was expected that day and as usual Lulu had dragged me down to the dock to look for him you don't suppose we missed Mr. Smith do you Aunt Lavinia? Lulu why don't you face it trying to find a smith in the Navy is like like looking for one bean in Boston I guess you're right I've never been wrong where sailors are concerned Six months he's been gone without even writing you a picture postcard. And still you insisted on selling your diamond pendant in your restaurant. What good did it do you to invest that money? Now you're just rich. <sighs> Sometimes I don't understand people. You say you know all about sailors. Sailors aren't people. Aunt <laughs> Lavinia, I know what I'll do. I'll give
11: a dance. I'll invite every sailor in the Navy whose name is Smith. Captain Roberts will help me.
10: He's an old friend of Dad's. But he may even let me give the party on his ship. Now, don't be so backward, honey. Why don't you ask President Truman if you can use his yacht?
11: <laughs> now, don't poke fun at me, Aunt Lavinia. I'm going to find my Mr. Smith. I know I am.
12: Oh, isn't this a wonderful dance?
4: You set a faithful, baby.
12: Why, nuts? All right, sailors, fall in.
1: Now, listen to
2: me, you guys. Miss Lulu Martin used her influence with the old man to throw this party aboard ship for us, Smith. so try to pretend you're gentlemen. Well, who ain't been behaving? You! You gotta
9: cut out slapping dames on the back.
4: Oh, they love it.
9: Yeah, I know, but they gotta pretend they don't, so cut it out. All right, now you guys are dismissed. And the
4: first guy that cuts in on me when I'm dancing with that redhead in the green dress gets 30 days in the break. Fallout!
12: Hello, sailor.
4: Well, what cloud did you drop out of, Angel?
12: My name's Toddy Gale. Shall we dance?
4: Well, let's sit here and get acquainted first. See, it embarrasses me to put my arm around the girl until I've known her for at least 15 or 20 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, say, say, you're a pretty cute kid. You got any boyfriends?
12: Just one.
4: Deal me in, baby, and make it two.
12: He's a Marine.
4: I pass. (laughs) Well, it's been nice knowing you.
12: But he's in Japan. Uh,
4: Come to Daddy. How about having that dance now?
1: I'd love to.
4: We'll get to that later. Come on, baby, after we dance, I'll take you aft and demonstrate the ship's hold to you. Huh? Oh, oh, why, it's Lulu. Hey, you must be the Dane that's giving us here party. That's right. I was hoping
11: he'd be here. You don't know where he is, do you, Matt?
4: Last I heard, he was transferred to a destroyer. He c- could be anywhere.
11: Gosh. Poor kid. That's a tough break.
4: Yeah, well, come on. We'll all have a glass of punch. Maybe that'll cheer you up, huh?
11: No, don't worry about me. The blues don't get me down. I got a secret formula.
4: Yeah, you have? Sure.
11: When I was a little girl down south, I used to hear the colored folks sing a certain song. And whenever I get the blues, I can almost hear them singing it. And it cheers me up. I'm recalling times when I was small and
6: light and free jubilee day. Glory,
5: glory
6: old folks praying everybody's when loudly I chatted my prayer
0: Now How we sang about the judgment call
11: Sunny land of milk and honey I had no complaints While I thought of saints So I say
5: to all who feel for all Sing
11: hallelujah, hallelujah And you'll shoo the blues away Sing hallelujah, hallelujah, gets you through the darkest day. Satan lies a and creatin' skies of gray. Sing hallelujah, hallelujah, helps to shoot the clouds away.
5: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah Get you through the darkest day Satan lies away And creates skies of gray But hallelujah,
11: hallelujah, 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 hallelujah Helps to shoot the clouds of gray away Sing hallelujah Sing hallelujah, hallelujah
5: Till the judgment day Sing hallelujah
11: you run along and dance. Don't worry about me.
4: Okay. So long, Lulu.
12: See you later, Lulu.
7: Hiya, sister. Dancing tonight? Mr. Smith. Yeah, that's a safe guess. They tell me we're all Smiths here tonight. Hey, why are you staring at me, baby? What's eating you? Don't you... Don't you know me? Sure, baby, but I meet so many women.
11: Don't you remember the girl in the restaurant cream chicken, the mashed potatoes, the... the java? Hey,
7: sure I remember you, honey. You bet I do. I knew you all the time. I was just kidding.
11: Do you remember what happened when we... when we stood in the door saying goodbye?
7: Sure. I'd been a pug pelican if I hadn't kissed you.
11: You sure would have.
7: I, uh, I did kiss you, didn't I?
11: <sighs>
7: that was me, all right. <laughs> hey, take a look at this on my sleeve. Three stripes and a wheel.
11: Watermaster, first class. Doing
7: all right, huh? I'm going to write for my master's papers soon.
11: Oh, Mr. Smith, I'm so proud of you.
7: And you know, I think I like you better than I think I do. Oh, please do, Mr. Smith. Please do. Yeah, I'm sure I love you. Hey, what do you say we get spiced, huh? I dare you.
11: You mean marry you? What do you say? I wished you'd ask me a little more romantic.
7: Well, I, I haven't got a ring to give you, baby, but here. Wear this.
11: Your identification tag.
7: (laughs) Let me put it on you. There. That makes it official. We are now the future of Mr. and Mrs. Bill Smith.
11: Mrs. Bill Smith. What a beautiful name.
6: Free life, sea life Although its lure is strong Would never hold me long If you would only trust me Just me Though I know I Have lots of things to live for All those things I'd give for The right to claim you Holy Soul I want an armful an i full of you A cozy armchair that's comfy for two and A rosy fireside where troubles will fly up the flue Oh, we're in Dallas or Kalamazoo Our little palace will never be blue You'll be my Alice in Wonderland all the day through Beside the window, you will look for me when day is done. You'll always have the latest book for me when I am weary, dear And maybe someday our dreams will come true. The tiny someone will say, Howdy do. And he will seem like a sweet little armful of you
11: I want an armful, an armful of you A cozy armchair that's comfy for two A rosy fireside where troubles will fly up the flue We'll
6: fly up so high up, way up in the flue Nowhere
11: we're in Dallas or Kalamazoo Our little palace
6: will never be blue You'll be my Alice in Wonderland all the day through Lulu, I do mean you
11: Beside the window I will look
5: for you When day is done Mm -hmm.
6: I'll always have the latest book for you
11: And maybe someday our dreams will come true.
6: A tiny someone will say, Howdy do. And he will seem like a sweet little armful of you. I want an armful, a great big armful of you.
11: Mr. Smith, I'm so happy. When can we get married?
7: Well, not for a while, baby. We shove off for China in the morning.
11: China? Oh, no, I can't lose you so soon again. It'll
7: be my last trip, baby. When I come back, we'll be married.
11: Now, I've got a big surprise for you. Remember that freighter you told me you wanted? Sure. Well, how would you like to sail on a freighter that I could
7: get you? You could get me? Mm -hmm. You? Hey, wait a minute. Hold the phone. Are you the Martin Dame who's throwing this party?
11: Yes, I'm her.
7: I should have guessed it. Seeing you all dialed up like that, I should have known you had dough. Well, I'm not having any sister. When I sail a ship, I'm gonna be the boss. And when I love a girl, I do all the giving.
11: But Mr. Smith,
7: I can't help it if I'm rich. That's your story, baby. But I don't have to get stuck with it.
3: All right, you guys. fall in. It's midnight. Party's over. Ah. Mr. Smith, please
11: don't
7: go. You heard what the Admiral said. So long.
11: But you don't understand! (laughs)
6: White
11: hate Oh, Mr. Smith!
5: Mr. Smith! Mr. Smith! Sing hallelujah, hallelujah.
11: Oh, it's no use.
5: It won't work. <laughs> That's how I am, so what?
9: Before we're waiting for the third act of Hit the Deck, let's go back for a moment to that little talk we were having about Thanksgiving Day. Traditionally, this is the day to give thanks for the fruits of the earth harvested during the past season. This year, not only Americans, but people all over the world have special cause to be thankful. For this year, American farmers have harvested a record corn crop and near record crops of wheat, of other grains, and of many staple fruits and vegetables. It is the job of American railroads to collect and distribute this bountiful harvest to wherever it is needed in this country and to our coastal ports for shipment overseas. This year's record crops have been handled faster and more efficiently than ever before. That's because of fine cooperation of shippers and receivers of freight in the prompt loading and unloading of cars. Yes, and because of the more efficient use by the railroads of the new equipment they have bought and the improvements they have made. Our country's high standard of living is based on two things high production and widespread distribution. These are not mere accidents, they are products of our American institutions of human freedom and our system of enterprise and individual opportunity, of which both the American farmer and the American railroads are essential parts. <laughs> Railroad Hour Show Train will return in just a moment after a brief pause for station identification. Now for Act Three of Hit the Deck, starring Francis Langford and your host, Gordon McRae with Elvia Allman as Aunt Lavinia.
10: Well, sir, the next time I heard that song, we were in, yep, you guessed it, China. And me, what hates Chop Suey. You know why we were there, too. Lulu couldn't rest till she found that bilge smith. Somebody told us we could find him at a tea room called Ming
12: Fu's, so off
6: we went.
7: Come on, Rita. Bring up your tea and let's get out of here.
12: Oh, take your time, sailor, and for gosh sakes, cheer up. This is the first time I've ever been to Ming Fu's and didn't have fun.
7: I ain't in the mood for fun. I got things in my mind.
12: That gal again?
7: Yeah. Look, Rita, is it wrong to marry for money?
12: You mean there's some other reason?
7: Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't mean for money. I mean to be a person that's got money.
12: Are you telling me this dame you're nuts about is rich and you wonder if you should marry her? Either you're out of your mind or she's got a face like a rubber boot.
7: There's nothing wrong with her face. It's beautiful. Here's a picture of her. You can see for yourself.
12: Hey, she's cute. And you got sore because she had money. You wanted to be a big shot, didn't you? I'll bet you told her you wanted to buy the meals even if you starved to death.
7: Something like that. Sounds pretty dumb now that I think of it. Hmm. Rita, there's just one solution. After I mustered out of the Navy, I'm going back to San Diego and, and let her marry me.
5: <laughs> hey, hey, what's all
7: the excitement? Sounds like trouble.
6: Come on, men. Fall in. What's up, Chief? Bandits oh. from the hill. So all
2: the civilians stay right here. This is the only safe place in town. Right? Hey! Right.
11: This is the place, Aunt Lavinia. But why... There he
5: is! Quiet. Quiet. The Mr. Navy, Mr. Smith! Mr. Smith! Even if it is here, he can't hear you in
12: all this racket. Mr. Smith! You wait here. I'm going after you. You better stay here, girlie. There's bandit trouble out there, and this is where they've ordered civilians. Hey, hey, don't I know you? Me? I don't think so. <laughs> Gee, that's funny. I... I got it. I just saw a picture of you. A sailor showed it to me. He said he loved you, but he didn't want to marry you because she was rich. Mr. Smith, then it was him. How'd he look? What did he say? Well, he said he loved you, and as soon as he got out of the Navy, he was going to go back and marry you. Aunt Lavinia, he loves me. Well, here we go again. (laughs) I'm going back to San Diego
11: and open up my restaurant again. Then I'll get rid of my money and be poor and wait for Mr. Smith. Be
10: poor? You mean on purpose? If that's the way he wants me, that's what I'll be. Come on, Aunt Lavinia, we're off. If you ask me, you've been a little off ever since you met the guy. (laughs)
5: Lavinia.
11: Isn't it wonderful to be home again? The restaurant hasn't changed a bit, has yeah, it? Neither has the Navy. It's still lousy with sailors. <laughs> Look, here comes another mob of them.
5: <laughs> right.
11: Hello, boys. It's good to see you all again. And since you're my first customers since I opened my place again, the Java's on the house. who
6: <laughs> of <laughs> We dream the whole and dreary
8: Lulu, your Lulu, is true Lulu to you.
5: When we are Lulu and wish we had a hot cup of coffee, it's a blue, Lulu that the
6: Lulu
5: always dreams blue-loo.
11: When you're in the mood to have a cup of Java, that is Java, take a pleasure trip and navigate my way.
6: Lulu, we're strong for you, and so's your coffee too.
11: It will even warm you quicker than a double shot of liquor when you've been on deck and skies are cold and gray.
5: Fill up the cup, Lulu. We'll drink a toast to you. Oh, Lulu. Of you, Lulu.
6: we dream the whole day through when it's cold and clear. Is true, Lou, to you? When we are blue, Lou, and wish we had a hot cup of coffee, it's a you Lou, that the crew, Lou, always dream true.
4: Hey, glad you're back. This place wasn't the same without you.
11: Matt, gee, it's good to see you. Have some java.
4: Oh, thank you. I I seen a notice you sent out to all the Smiths in the Navy, Lulu. Tell them you were back in the restaurant business again.
11: Well, I wanted every Smith to know. So I wrote to all the Smiths in the Pacific Fleet. A lot of them have come to see me, but not the right one. Oh, maybe that's Mr. Smith now. If it is Aunt Lavinia, you can tell him that I never want to see him again as long as I live. But don't make it sound like I'm mad.
10: Hello? Yes? Oh, yes, it's for you, Matt.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, on the... Oh, uh, hello? Yeah, yeah, this is Matt Smith. Yeah? Oh. Ah, toddy. No. Ah, toddy. Ah, Please.
6: Oh, all
4: right. That was Toddy. She's going to get married this this afternoon.
10: So she's going to get married, so what? Sure, Matt. Toddy's a sweet girl, but there are lots of others.
4: At 3 o'clock, she's going to get married
10: at 3 o'clock. All right, so let her get married if she wants to.
4: She's going to marry me.
11: (laughs) Well, Toddy's a lovely girl, Matt, and
10: I know you'll be very happy.
4: Yes. Well, if she wants you to be her maid of honor, Lulu. She told me on the phone to tell you.
10: Oh, I'd love to, Matt. You can make believe you're rich again, Lulu, and wear one of those dresses you bought when you sold the restaurant. Oh, yes, I can, can't I? I- I'll go have a look, honey, and see which one's in the best shape.
4: Yeah, well, I guess I'd better be shoving off, Lulu. I'll, I'll drop by later and-, and pick you up.
10: Okay, Matt, bye. <laughs> Gee,
11: I haven't been to a wedding in a long time. Oh, I wish, I
6: wish... Hey, I- Lulu! Lulu! Who is it? It's me, baby, Bilge! Mr. Smith! Oh,
11: well, come on in if you want to. I hardly recognized you with all that cold soot on your face.
7: Well, I would have washed before I came, baby, but my ship just got in, and I thought if you liked me enough, a little dirt wouldn't hurt. (laughs) It
11: doesn't, but you can wash. There's soap and a towel on that basin.
7: Okay. I was down in Buenos Aires... Well, I got your notice about opening up this joint. You, out of the navy? Yeah, I've been out for for weeks now. Hey, how'd you come to lose your
11: dough? I don't know. It's just gone. All of it? I haven't got a dime, except what I earn here.
7: Well, I'm here to take care of you now, baby.
11: Does that mean you love me?
7: Sure, I love you. Why'd you think I'd come over here so fast without washing?
11: Oh, Mr. Smith.
7: Hey, Lulu, I got the promise of a ship. A ship? Yeah, a coal... What what kind? A coal barge. A coal barge? Yeah. Of course, it isn't as fancy as a freighter, and she sails to Portland instead of the South Seas, but she's a ship. And if we were in love, we'd almost feel like it was the president's yacht. What do you say, baby?
11: Somehow I don't feel like sailing on a coal barge.
7: Oh. So you're going to high-hat me, huh? Okay. I know when I'm not wanted.
11: Just as you say, Mr. Smith. I got used to getting along without you. Yeah? Uh, yeah.
7: Oh, Lulu, I'm crazy about you. Honest, I am. I never once took out one of them Buenos Aires Danes without thinking of you. <laughs>
11: <laughs> Lulu, Lulu, honey, one of these dresses? Oh, Aunt Lavinia, wa- take those dresses out of here. Take them out. Never mind
7: taking them out. Do these fancy dresses belong to you, Lulu?
11: Yes, but So I... you're not
7: broke after all, huh? Okay. But like I told you before, baby, I'm not living off any rich wife.
11: Mr. Smith, please, you've got to believe me. I haven't a cent. I signed it over to a trust company.
7: Then it's still yours with a string on it.
11: No, I can't touch it. It's being held in trust for someone.
7: Who? Oh, tell him to go
10: take a jump, Lula. Go on, tell him.
7: Who's it being held in trust for?
11: I can't tell you till we're married.
7: So long, baby.
11: No, don't go. I'll tell you. Don't look at me. Well, it's... It's being held in trust for my first baby. What?!
10: If his or her name is Smith. Lulu! Hold him till I get a minister and a gun. He may want to shove off any minute.
6: <laughs> Sing hallelujah, hallelujah And you'll shoo the blues away When cares pursue ya, hallelujah Get you through the darkest day Satan lies awaiting. And creating skies
11: of gray. But hallelujah! Hallelujah!
6: hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So the clouds the gray away.
5: Hallelujah Sing hallelujah to the joy.
7: Gentlemen, this is Gordon MacRae giving a special vote of thanks to our guest star, Miss Frances Langford, and to Elvie Allman, Jim Backus, Sandra Gould, Sheila Stevens, and Barney Phillips for their fine performances in our production of Hit the Deck by Herbert Fields, with lyrics and music by Leo Robin, Clifford Gray, and Vincent Humans, and adapted for radio by Ed Gardner and Bill Demling. Well, next week, our star studded show train will arrive on the same tracks and at the same time. On board will be Nadine Connor and Rudy Valley to join me in bringing you Sigmund Romberg's New
6: Moon with our orchestra under the direction of Carmen Dragon and the chorus under the direction of Mr. Norman
5: Luboff.
6: Well, it looks as though we're ready to pull out so until next week. Goodbye. <laughs> And remember, during the coming week, as always, the American railroads will provide for you the dependable, low-cost transportation which is so essential to the American way of living.
9: Hit the Deck has been presented by Special Arrangement with Pam Quickmark Music Library. Gordon McRae appeared on this program by arrangement with Warner Brothers. This is Marvin Miller speaking. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.